Hello there, besties. I hope you all are having a great day. My name is Sarah and welcome back to another episode of My Roman Empires. I am so happy that you are here. Today's episode is a fun one packed with some nostalgia as well as just one of my super, super niche nerdy interests and that is the cbs reality tv show big brother i have posted on social media before talking about how much i love reality tv and really when i say that i love reality tv i'm primarily talking about both big brother and survivor that are cbs reality competition shows i have watched both of these shows pretty much my entire life. It was something that my family and I watched together when I was very, very young and it continued through growing up. And now here I am an adult, absolutely obsessed with like social strategy and and game theory and things like that. So I'm really excited to share some really sweet childhood memories with you all and also just get really niche and nerdy. I hope that somehow this podcast has landed in the ears of some new besties who are reality TV people, specifically Big Brother people who get where I'm coming from, who can relate, who know what I'm talking about. I am going to like explain in a little bit more detail than I think I would if I was talking to fellow Big Brother people, because I don't know how many of my regular listeners are also Big Brother people. So if I overexplain something, that's why. Hopefully, if you're not a Big Brother person, you've never seen it before, maybe by the end of this episode, I can convince you that you should give it a shot. By the way, I will be releasing a My Roman Empire of Survivor episode two in the coming weeks. Maybe I'll actually end up releasing that Thursday. I don't know. I have a running list of topics. And when I sit down to record, I I just kind of pick whatever I'm vibing with the most. And today I was really vibing with Big Brother. So that's what we're going to go with. Before we dive really deep into this Roman Empire, I do want to do a little bit of social media promo. First is I have a Google Forms link that I will include in the description of this episode. I would love for any and all of you that are listening to click on that link and answer my question, which is what is your Roman Empire? You can make it short and sweet, only give me a couple words and just tell me what it is. You can write out a few paragraphs and tell me, you know, memories that you have or give me more details as to why that's your Roman Empire. It can be anything. It can be something silly, goofy, fun. It can be something a little more deep and serious, something personal to you. I just want to know what your Roman Empire is. And I hope in the next 
few weeks that I get enough submissions to where I'm able to create a listener episode where I really feature you all and kind of talk about different Roman empires that you have. So all that to say, please submit. It would be amazing. You can include your name if you want. You can be anonymous if you want. I have no preference. I would just love to get some more submissions. Thank you. Also, it is December, which is such a fun time, especially over on TikTok. For three years now, I have been doing daily advent calendars over on TikTok, and we're, con- we're continuing that this year, and it's always just a bunch of fun, um, and I would love to have you join me. We have four advent calendars this year. In addition to that, something new that I am doing this year is Vlogmas over on TikTok. I am recording this particular episode on December 2nd. So I have one vlog that is currently live from the first day of Vlogmas, and it ended up being such a surprisingly fun and great day. (laughs) I am really looking forward to the rest of this month. I love vlogging, actually. I've wanted to have a YouTube channel for a long time. I feel like I've mentioned that on the podcast before, but I just... It's a lot of work um, that I'm not ready to commit to. And I feel like I'm really, really comfortable with TikTok. And I understand the TikTok algorithm. I know how to edit for TikTok. So that's just what I'm really comfortable with. And so that's what I'm doing for Vlogmas. I would love to have you join me over there. My username for both TikTok and Instagram is xoxosarah515. That will also be written out in the description. I'd love to have you join me. All right. Advertisement over. Let's get into it. So what is Big Brother? If you don't know what Big Brother is, it is a CBS reality competition show where a group of typically 16-ish house guests who are usually total strangers, do not know each other at all, from all walks of life, different ages, different races, different religions, different political views, different occupations. They move in a house together and they live there together for the summer. And each week they compete in different competitions to win power and prizes. And at the end of each week, they eliminate one person from the house. And the ultimate goal is to be one of the last two players standing, sit in the final two, and then convince a jury of your peers, your former house guests, that you are the most deserving of the prize. And within that basic structure that is present in every season, except Big Brother 1, which is way, way, way different, um, and... If you want to watch it, go for it. But I I don't recommend starting with Big Brother 1 at all. All of these seasons have that core structure. They include different like production twists. Maybe it's a gameplay twist or a casting twist. Or maybe a lot of America's votes are included. But even regardless of twists, you have that same basic gameplay structure. And it really just depends on the... 16-ish people that are in the house and how they view the game and their strategy. And every single year, without fail, you will catch me watching Big Brother. 
I don't know if I mentioned this yet. Actually, I know I didn't mention this yet. There are also 24-7 live feeds. The whole concept of Big Brother is from the George Orwell novel, and it's kind of just really about the whole concept of like 24-7 surveillance, like Big Brother is always watching. And a big part of the Big Brother community is the live feeds that you can log on to Paramount Plus. And at any point throughout the day, any day, asterisks to that, I'll get into it in a second. You can log on and you can watch the house guests and you can see what you are they are doing. You can see what they're talking about. You can hear their strategy. You can get to know their personality. You can see who they're close to. You can see any rivalries. I say it should be 24-7, but especially in recent years, the feeds have been down for notoriously long amounts of time. They are always down when they do competitions. So we'll get into the different competitions here in a minute. But like, let's say they're competing for the power of veto. That will not be shown on the live feeds. That you will have to wait until the edited episodes, which they have three episodes per week during the summer to see how that competition went. But you're usually, if you watch live feeds, you're able to infer who won. So there are like spoilers. And if you're super active in Big Brother communities, particularly like Big Brother Twitter or Big Brother Reddit, I think there are Big Brother Facebook groups. I personally am not a member of the Big Brother Facebook community. People will like share spoilers. People will share updates from the live feeds. If you don't want to buy live feeds or you just can't stay super on top of watching them because you're working or you're just busy otherwise, or that's not really your thing. Um, that's the kind of fan I am. I have had the live feeds a few years, but I'm not a huge live feed watcher I typically get bored after like five minutes unless there is like a really great conversation or tons of drama going on but I do keep up with Twitter and I am a huge fan of the Big Brother and Survivor podcast community particularly anything Rob has a podcast is my jam there is a podcaster named Taryn and he literally watches the live feeds all day long and then every day during the big brother season he will do an updates podcast where he will come on and he will give a really good summary of everything that happened on the live feeds and that my friends is how nerdy i am in big brother i listen to all of these podcasts i listen to the like post episode podcasts and i listen to these individuals who are former reality TV contestants, both on Survivor and Big Brother, and maybe even some other shows that are huge lifelong fans like me that come from all around, you know, the world uh, that are people who have studied game theory and studied the game of Big Brother for 20 plus years. I listen to them <laughs> because I have my opinions and I don't have a lot of big brother friends that are interested in being that nerdy with me. And I think that it's helped me understand the game and it has prepared me for when I inevitably at some point in my life go on the show, which if you were from casting and you somehow stumbled across this podcast and you are looking for a quirky, goofy, fun, 
gal in her 20s that is a super fan who is so ready to go. Hey, hi, hello. I would love to be considered. I do plan on applying this year. I have applied once in the past. It was a couple years ago, not that long ago, but I was just not ready. I thought I was ready and I'm not. And I I feel more ready now than I ever have. And I feel like the older I get, the more ready I will become. So if you're on Big Brother Casting, you, you best believe you're going to be getting videos from me every year until I finally get on. Because this show has been such a consistent part of my life. And we'll talk about some specific memories here in a couple minutes. And it's just something that I've genuinely loved and I've watched over and over and I've studied and I'm just obsessed with and I love the game and I have so much respect for it and I want to (laughs) win. You know, I want to win. I want to prove to everyone that me watching these episodes over and over again and listening to these live feed podcasts and having just like such a genuine interest and love for the Big Brother community can pay off. Um, So we'll see. We'll see. I hope that I'm considered at some point in my life because that would genuinely be a dream come true. Anyways, so I kind of gave you a very basic premise of what Big Brother is. I know I talked a little bit about competitions. So to help like educate those of you who might not be as familiar, there are two main competitions each week. And the first is head of household. And the person who wins HOH gets a lot of perks. They get their own private upstairs bedroom where they have their own bathroom and they get like a goodie basket from home with like all their favorite snacks and pictures of their friends and family and a letter from home because if I haven't mentioned this yet these people are completely cut off from the outside world they don't have any communication with their family they don't have phones they don't have any access to news they have no idea what's going on so one perk of winning hand of household is you get a little taste of home they also have a lot of power though so they are safe from being eliminated that week that they win HOH. But their main duty is to nominate typically two people for eviction. So that's when the whole strategy part comes in because you have to kind of think about alliances and who you like and who you don't like, who you perceive as a threat, and make the decision as to who you think are the best two people to put on the block for competing for the power of veto. And then post-veto, the people who are on the block are who the house will vote on. And if you are the HOH or nominated, you will not vote. So it's everybody else that votes. I already mentioned Power of Veto. That is the other competition that is held every week. So the HOH, the two people they nominate, and then three other house guests chosen by a random draw will compete for the Power of Veto. And if you win the POV, then you get the chance to remove one of the nominees so the HOH could win and they could decide you know actually I really want to get this other person out so they could take somebody off one of the nominees could win and they could take themselves off someone else in the house could win and they can choose to take someone else off or they can choose to keep it the same really the power is up to them and then they have a typically live eviction episode 
then someone gets evicted. They meet the host, Julie Chen Lunvez, who's been the host literally since the show started. And then they either go home if they are evicted early in the season and they're just back home, back in the real world, or if they're evicted after a certain point, they will go to the jury house. And the jury house is a nice kind of like vacation home. They have like a big pool. They're not under the 24-7 surveillance anymore. They can kind of do whatever they want within realms because they're still not allowed to communicate with the outside world they actually aren't supposed to even talk game in the jury house except during certain segments that are like documented for the cameras when they're just there on an average day hanging out they actually have what they call handlers which are like cbs employees that hang out with them and watch them and make sure they're not talking game um and also making sure they're not like escaping or anything else because there are tons of rumors about what happens in the jury house during these different seasons for the most part we have no idea unless a player has come right out and said oh xyz happened but there have been rumors in past seasons of people seeking out and going to like karaoke bars and and stuff like that I don't know really much of anything about what goes on in jury because people are kind of kind of quiet about it low-key um all that to say this is a show that I have watched my entire life my family was a huge reality tv family both big brother and survivor I have so many core memories you know I've talked about online before how I did not have the best childhood I'm a child of divorce I lived um in a pretty conservative religious house I had a mom who was pretty low income, you know, we we struggled, lots of like mental health issues in the home. But something that I can could always count on as a consistent memory was knowing that every summer we would get together and we would watch Big Brother. And I really clung on to it as my show. The first season that I remember watching is Big Brother 5. But I know for a fact that we watched beforehand because I do have some like hit or miss memories from those seasons but I was a literal baby so of course I can't tell you in detail but I do remember starting with Big Brother 5 on watching those seasons and in particular Big Brother 7 and Big Brother 8 are big for me. Big Brother 7 was the first all-star season so they invited some house guests back from seasons one through six and it was all returning players. It was the first time they'd ever done that. And then Big Brother 8 was just a normal season. Definitely a kind of iconic season, though, um, in terms of, like, characters and twists, in my opinion, at least. Um, both of those seasons, I actually had recorded on VHS tapes. Uh, this is really going to age me. Sorry, but I would go to the local Dollar General and my mom would buy me these blank VHS tapes that you could record stuff from TV on. And I would record every single episode of Big Brother, both during season seven and season eight. And I would rewatch those seasons over and over and over and over again and I'm sure if I went back 
to my grandma's house and I went into that little back bedroom there and I went through the VHS tape collection. I am sure they are still there. Um, I watched those for years, years. I know those seasons extremely well. And like, I never got bored of them. I was just always interested as a kid. It's so funny. I would get comments from, you know, my mom or my grandma, like, what is it about this show that you love so much that you as a child enjoy watching it more than you enjoy watching cartoons? And as a kid, I think I just thought it was fun and like funny and entertaining. um, And I enjoyed the competition aspect of it. As an adult, it really is just a respect for the game. And like, this is something I've dedicated hours upon hours of my life to that I've really studied. I've really thought about, like I said, I listen to these podcasts like all day long while I'm working from home. This is huge for me. And it's, it's just a lifelong love. It's just a lifelong love. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Then the older I got and the more in touch I got with social media, like getting my own phone in high school, I started from a really young age engaging with like Big Brother Twitter and like spoiler accounts. And that's kind of how it it evolved to what it is today, where I'm super in touch and I'm, you know, listening to these daily live feed update podcasts. And I am just like becoming entrenched with the lives of these total strangers and their thoughts on the game for an entire summer. I will say in recent years, they have started adding seasons of Big Brother to Netflix. Right now, they have season six and season 17 on Netflix. And those are two of my favorite seasons and two amazing seasons from a gameplay perspective that I think anyone who really wants to get into the show who's interested in watching the show would love like they have really dynamic interesting personalities on both seasons really really good gameplay like not just kind of like oh we're all friends like let's coast along and this is a summer camp vibe no like strategy like people are playing to win they want to win and it's so good like season six has some of the most iconic players still to this day and this is a 25 season show at this point but season six has some of the most iconic players who have come back three four times to compete and what I love about season six without giving too many spoilers is a couple things number one their twist was really interesting so that season was called the summer of secrets and every single person came into the house with a secret partner I love casting twists. It has been a while since they've done a really good casting twist. And I think they should bring it back, in my opinion. I think it's fun. So every single person in there had a secret partner. They had no idea that the other people had secret partners, as far as I remember. They just knew that if them and their secret partner made it to the final two, then the prize would go from half a million dollars to a million dollars and big brother has never had a million dollars as their prize right now it has 
gone up to $750,000, but for the longest time, it was just half a million dollars. So that was a little extra perk. And everyone had a secret partner, but also everyone in there was just really dynamic. They brought the drama. Like I said, they were game players. They wanted to win. And it was a split house. It was a split house with two very clearly defined alliances or sides of the house that were also, in my opinion, coming from an unbiased standpoint, equally good at gameplay equally interested in making big moves and good enough to where both sides of the house could win challenges. So there were these power flips. In some other seasons, I feel like that have had big alliances. There's always the big alliance that is full of like the younger athletic men and women uh the people that are more likely to win these competitions especially in recent seasons when the competitions have become more and more athletic so one alliance just dominates and i really feel like in season six that was not the case at all like i said i'm not going to give any spoilers i'm not going to talk about particular players but if you're looking for a season that is like full of that dynamic gameplay i think you would love it little asterisks this was like early 2000s core. There are things that are said and done by the house guests that would definitely get them canceled in today's terms. Um, personally, for me, I like to watch that kind of stuff as kind of like a blast from the past and to kind of think about, okay, what was acceptable back then? How did people act back then? What were the phrases they were saying? What were the things they were talking about? And I try not to think, oh my God, like that's actually problematic because while some of it was problematic back then, a lot of it was not something that we as a society were viewing as problematic. And regardless of that, like Big Brother, every season has been just a really good representation of what's going on in the world of politics and how people feel about other people, view other people, treat other people. I will say Big Brother has had its fair share of controversies. It's fair share of people who have said some really, really problematic things, lots of racism. I think I speak for a lot of fans when I say we don't tolerate that behavior. I definitely don't. I don't interact with or support house guests who have displayed that kind of behavior personally for me like I said I like to watch it to kind of like see like this is a reflection of our country there are other people in our country that are living their day-to-day lives every single day and saying very similar things and having very similar opinions and I think that Big Brother is a really great opportunity to showcase that on national television and educate people and help them be better just my opinion. I will also say real quick while we're talking about season six and 17, since they are Netflix, they are really bad diversity. Diversity was notoriously bad. I mean, I'm talking like one to two people of color in an entire house where everyone else is like a straight white person, essentially. One to two token queer people, usually gay men, And that's it. In recent seasons, they have gotten better. And um, in my opinion, I think Survivor has always been better at diverse casting. But Big Brother has gotten better because CBS has mandated a 50% 
BIPOC rule, which essentially means that 50% of the house guests must be a part of the BIPOC community. And I think we've seen a lot of progression. I definitely think we can do better. But in terms of the most recent season, Big Brother 25, I think that we had the truly the most diverse cast ever. There was age diversity. There were two older women of color in the house. And they were amazing. They were great entertainment. I loved hearing their perspective on the game and just their life story. There was a house guest wearing a hijabi for the first time. There was a deaf house guest. Really, really great. And by the way, if I ever say anything on this podcast about a group and like describe the group and I mispronounce something or I say something that is not like the most correct and up-to-date way to say it, please take this as a sincere, like genuine apology. And please don't hesitate to message me or like leave a comment on my videos and let me know and educate me. I would happy to be educated. One thing about me in every aspect of my life is that I know that I don't know everything and I am not perfect and you are not going to offend me. I would rather know, oh, something you said is not actually how we describe these people um, or terms that we use anymore, please let me know. And I would be happy to change it because the last thing I want to do is offend somebody or not describe them and their culture and their upbringing correctly. So just a little aside, not just about Big Brother, but I feel like I have been talking about diverse groups that I don't typically talk about before. And so the language that I use might not be perfect. And if it's not, please, please don't be afraid to let me know. Anyways, season 17, is a really good season because, again, really dynamic people, I think. It is primarily white people. The diversity is really bad that season, like, probably one of the worst. But I still think that's a really underrated cast, though. I really like the women on that cast. This was also when I was transitioning from high school to college, so it was fun to take that season with me. I have since rewatched the season, and it still lands as hard as it did on the first watch. Really phenomenal gameplay especially by one person which I'm not going to say who they are again I'm trying to be as spoiler free as possible but there's one person on there that is just a phenomenal game player and watching them navigate strategy and seeing how far they can make it is just incredibly entertaining there are some legends in the big brother community that came from that season and there's also a twin twist one of the house guests secretly has a twin and is switching in and out with their twin. And so there's that dynamic too. Again, two seasons that I think are really, really great, um, really loved in the Big Brother community. And I know that whoever picked those seasons uh, on the Netflix team is a Big Brother stan because yes, those are really good. Really good choices. That is a really good high level chat about how I feel about Big Brother. I would say if you're interested in watching, definitely check out those seasons on Netflix. If you have Netflix, like I've said, probably 18 times in this episode, I think they're very beginner friendly. You don't have to go in chronological order at all. Like I said, Big Brother 1 is so, so, so different. And it just 
I don't recommend you start with that. I don't even necessarily recommend that you start with season two. If you want to go in chronological order and see kind of how the game has progressed and changed and also how our society progressed and changed, then sure, start with season two and work your way up to season 25. But if you're looking for a more modern season and really wanting to get into modern Big Brother, I definitely recommend season 20. Season 20, in some ways, is similar to season six because there is that split house dynamic. It's similar yet different. Um, and it's just modern enough. And I think it is the most beginner friendly of the modern seasons. Then I would recommend you jump to 23, 24, most recent season 25. Then I would hop back to like the teens. Big Brother 10 is arguably like the best season ever. So I would recommend 10. Big Brother 11 is really good if you just want messy, chaotic drama. If you just want to watch trashy TV with a bunch of people fighting, watch season 11. I rewatched that a couple years ago and I did not remember how trashy it was, but it was so good and it was so funny. Season 12, um... Uh, uh. Um, it, it definitely has a lot of really iconic players. It has a really iconic alliance structure. I wasn't a huge fan of the dominating alliance in that season. I can't admire what they did though. So eh. 13 was a split cast of returning players and newbies. Honestly, personally does not stick out to me. 14 is really good. I tried to rewatch that one recently with my husband. He wasn't as into it as I was hoping, but I think that's a really good season. Big Brother 15 is incredibly racist and just bad. It's unfortunate because I do think the winner did play a very underrated game, but the racism is hard. Big Brother 16, in my opinion, ruined modern Big Brother. Um, I'll just leave it at that. Big Brother 17, we've already talked about. It. It's really good. Big Brother 18 is good, too. There are some returning players. There's a lot of really dynamic personalities, a lot of really interesting gameplay. Not as good as 17, but still good. 19 is a flop. I'm never going to rewatch that season. 20, like I said, really, really great starter season. I recommend 21, bad, bad up there with 15 is like incredibly racist and problematic. Um, 22 was All-Stars 2. It was a flop in my opinion, but if you've watched a lot of the past seasons and you want to see some faves get brought back, then that's a good season for you. 23 is the first season, I believe, after the diversity mandate. And you can definitely see the effects of that. Really good cast. 24, really good story from the winner. Um, probably one of the best winner stories ever. And then 25, I'm still marinating on 25. I think overall in the grand scheme of things, very average, like right in the middle season still good from a personality perspective I did really like the people that they cast again diverse in really unique ways was the gameplay the best no no I love how this turned into me talking about every season the ones before season 10 
um, like I, I pointed out six, seven, eight, I think those are definitely the best. So if you don't want to go back and watch a lot of early 2000s reality TV, but you want to get to know some like key players, some key moments of strategy, six, seven, eight would be a good place for you. Really in general though, I recommend this show to anyone who likes any similar shows, who enjoys reality TV, who's okay with things being a little cringy at times, but who has a lot of like interest in studying sociology or psychology, understanding how people interact with each other, understanding people's like minds and their thoughts on things. I think that this is a really good show for you. Um, it's just, it's so fun. It's entertaining. It's something that I've carried with me my whole life. I feel like at this point, this has become sort of like <laughs> a, um, advertisement for Big Brother, but I promise it's it's not. Like I'm I just want to educate you guys on my favorite show and share my favorite show and try to convince you that my favorite show is fun worth watching. And also just a fun friendly reminder if you are from CBS or casting or you're an alumni who has connections. Um, hi, hello. First of all, I would love to be your friend. I would love to talk Big Brother with you. Let's Let's set up a FaceTime. Let's chat. But also, I think I have a lot I would bring to the table. I'm not going to get too far into my strategy and my perspective on the game, but I will a little bit before we wrap things up. I think at the core of Big Brother is relationships. And I think one of the best things that a Big Brother player can do going into the house is be the person people like, be the person that gets along with everyone really early on in the game, like I'm talking like first 48, 72 hours, focusing on those relationships and connecting with everybody and talking with everybody. You know, I might, if I ever go on the show, I might go on there with some like big, muscly, brawny, like bro, frat guy type, who is the last kind of person I would talk to IRL. But I think a good big brother player and what my strategy would be, um, is someone who can come in and put those preconceived notions, those stereotypes about that person behind them, just get to know them as an individual, connect over shared experiences or interests, or just connect over the fact that you're both doing this really crazy, weird thing, and get on good graces, always be in good terms, um, and also someone who is strategic about when they win competitions, um, because I don't think that winning every competition is a good strategy. <laughs> I don't think that being a comp beast necessarily makes you the best player ever, um, and someone who is really good at navigating alliances, too, and figuring out, you know, who are the core players at this season, who are the people that I need to be working with. So maybe I went a little too deep <laughs> into my personal strategy, but like I said, I'm so nerdy about all of this that it just kind of, it just kind of came out, okay? It just kind of came out. <laughs> All that to say, I think you should watch Big Brother. It is definitely a Roman empire for me. Um, it is definitely a show that I will cherish for my entire life. And I hope it doesn't go away anytime soon. I don't think it will, um, but I'm just like crossing my fingers. I know it doesn't have quite the cult following like Survivor does. I don't see Survivor going anywhere like anywhere. But I think that Big Brother, 
has the potential to be on the up and up and could really like have an like even more of a resurgence and I'm here for it and I'm also here to help make that a reality just saying (laughs) anyways besties thank you so much for listening to today's episode that is all I got for you I hope you all have a great day thank you so much for listening as a reminder please fill out that google forums link and let me know what your roman empire is and be sure you're following me on instagram and on tiktok my username is xoxosara515 I would also love if you could like this podcast follow subscribe and give me a five star review really help me get this podcast out to a wider audience that would be amazing i'm going to give you a little challenge if you have made it this far i want you to recommend this podcast to two people in your life okay two people in your life that you think would enjoy my podcast send them a link and let them know hey i think you should listen a little challenge for you all all right besties i love you have a great day bye bye